Hello everyone and welcome to the very first episode of this channel. My name is David and this is the Bible Simplified with David. And today I'm going to be talking about something very, very important, something that I feel like everyone should know. Actually, I'm beginning a new series, the series called Effective Christianity. Sounds interesting, doesn't it? Well, it is. I can assure you that it is. Um, I'm talking about this today because of the fact that I've seen a dilemma. Yes, I would call it a dilemma in uh, the body of Christ. We have people who call themselves Christians, who say they are believers of Christ, followers of Christ, but if they get arrested, you probably would not be able to find any evidence to convict them because their life actually has no proof whatsoever of their faith in Jesus. So I'm just going to be sharing the Bible passage that I think is the key to all of that and then I'll be doing so in the subsequent episodes I'll be explaining further and all of that. So what is that verse you might ask? The verse is actually Philemon chapter number one. Well Philemon has only one chapter by the way but yeah <laughs> Philemon chapter one verse six. It says that the communication of your faith may become effectual by the acknowledging of every good thing which is in you in Christ Jesus. Powerful scripture right there. Absolutely powerful. And I feel like if you understand that scripture, everything about your Christian life is going to dramatically change. And that's why I'm beginning with that. And uh, yeah, of course, because of the time frame, I'm not going to go into all of that in this episode. But yeah, subsequently, I would be teaching in more depth in that. But as I said, this is Bible Simplified. So I'm just going to simplify it as I'll make it as simple as possible, actually. So let me dive straight into it. Philemon 1.6 That the communication of your faith may be effectual by the acknowledging of every good thing in you in Christ. Now, to understand the scripture, we need to travel a bit back to the words that were used by the writer of this book, Paul. He used certain words in that verse and I feel like if you understand those words, then you can understand the verse better. But before we go into those words, let's just take a look at the verse before it. The verse says, the verse before it says, ever since I heard of your faith and your love, right? And if you're familiar with the Bible, you would know that this phrase or this sentence is not new to this letter to Philemon. Actually, we find this same phrase or something similar to it in the book of Ephesians chapter 1 where it says, Ever since I heard of your faith and your love, I never cease to give thanks and to pray. We have, we see it in Colossians chapter 1 as well. Since I heard of your faith and your love, I never cease to... Then we also see it even in Philippians. It says, Since I heard of your fellowship. So, you see, there's a trend there. The trend there is this. Paul says, I heard of your faith and your love and then I started to pray for something. And again, you could do the study on your own. If you go through all of those scriptures, the next thing he was praying for had to do with knowledge. In Ephesians 1, it says that the eyes of your understanding be enlightened that you might know what is the hope of your calling. In, in Philippians, I guess, it says, talks about how you be filled with knowledge of his will. Colossians as well. You know, every time it's like Paul is saying something, I just learned of your faith and your love. Of course, we know that the faith there signifies that you just heard that they were born again and of course love the bible says this is how we know that we've passed from death to life because you love the brethren so basically he's saying i've heard i i just learned that you are born again and is you know people are talking about the fact that you are now born again right so now the very next thing for you is i'm praying i'm praying that you have knowledge bring all this to philemon where we just read philemon 1 6 says 
I, I heard of your faith and your love and I have not ceased to give thanks and to pray that the communication of your faith may be effectual by the acknowledging of every good thing in you in Christ. So you see, it's a pattern. Paul is basically saying, since I heard you were born again, I've been praying for something to happen to you. And that something is the key to your Christianity, to your faith being effective. So let's travel back to the words as I mentioned earlier. The words I mentioned, uh, well, they're the Greek words that were used in that verse. So I'm going to pick out three words there. One is the word communication. Number two is the word effectual. Number three is the word acknowledging. That the communication of your faith may become effectual by the acknowledging of every good thing which is in you in Christ. So yeah, the word communication, as I say this, I'm not trying to be deep. I should just put that disclaimer out there. I'm just trying to help you understand better. <laughs> oh well, but yeah, I have to use this to help you understand better. So the word there that is used for communication actually is the word koinonia, right? Then the word effectual is the word energies. Then the word acknowledge is the word epignosis. So basically, at the risk of sounding deep, I'm just going to say it this way that the koinonia of your faith may be energies by the epignosis of every good thing which is in you in Christ Jesus. So basically what Paul is saying is this. The word koinonia means fellowship, participation in and sharing of, as you know, your fellowship with the faith. The fact that you say you are now born again, right? And the word um, um, energies actually literally just means active. It's, it's active. So, and then the word epignosis really just means accurate knowledge. So if we juxtapose that or just put that together then we see that what he's saying is your participation in the faith and sharing of the faith will become active when you have an accurate knowledge of the things in you in christ this is the basic for every every believer you you cannot express the power of god if you don't even know the good things in you in christ now in this series we're going to talk about that a lot um I mean, one thing that I see that people don't know is the fact that they are even in Christ. They don't even understand the science or the spiritual science behind being in Christ. And if you go through the New Testament, you'll see that that phrase a lot. In Christ. In whom? In Him. And all of that really holds the key. Understanding what it means to be in Christ and the things that are in you in Christ really makes a world of difference and i'm telling you the moment somebody really gets accurate knowledge revelational knowledge of who he is in christ his life his faith becomes much more powerful as a matter of fact to say the way paul said it your faith becomes active so before you know about who you are in christ your faith is really quote unquote dormant it's not exercising its power it's not displaying the potential that he has no it's just dormant but then when you now acknowledge and yeah in the english word that we see there acknowledge it means that you first know and then you agree to the knowledge that you have so you talk about it you speak about it you'll be bold about it and you say and then when you do these things what what happens is that your faith becomes more powerful so yeah i mean if we if we take the time to do this i can assure you many many believers will have a different testimony of their lives I would not go into deep examples today but yes as i said this is a series tomorrow i'll be dropping another episode and i'll begin to talk about this concept in more details um what it means for your faith to be active what it means to be in christ what are some of those good things that are already in you in christ for instance the bible says in galatians chapter 5 um those that are christ 
have crucified the sinful nature with his passions and desires thereof. Some people say, I don't understand. It's not really working. I still feel the passion. I still feel the sinful nature. I still feel the sinful desires. It's not really working for me. It's not working for you because you don't know it and you have not acknowledged it. Simple. It's just that simple. So it would not be active unless you know it. So your participation in the faith in that regard or in that dimension, in that aspect, will not produce any results because you don't even know. You don't even know that the Bible says it. You don't even know where it is in the Bible. Talking about even acknowledging it. And to be honest, what what you would see in, in, in the scriptures with Paul's writing is a trend. And the trend really speaks to not just even head knowledge. It speaks to revelational knowledge, which means that you even pray yourself into that kind of knowledge. You pray yourself into your eyes being opened. And so having those consistent prayer points would help. You know, Kenneth Hagin said that his life changed dramatically when he prayed consistently for six months, Ephesians 1, and he was just praying every day that he be flooded with light, that he might know what his hope of his calling, all of that. He every day was just praying it, that the eyes of my understanding be enlightened, that you know, might be flooded with light, all of that. For six months, he says the difference in how we viewed the Bible, how we saw the scripture, it was it was massive. So again, that's why you see that Paul was not just telling them knowledge or telling them stuff, he was praying he says i'm praying so but of course he was telling them but he was praying alongside which i'm assuring you if you do these things if you follow me in these teachings and pray alongside them um especially if you are tired of just living the life of, of a christian and it's as if there's no difference between you and your unsaved neighbor it's even as if your unsaved neighbor is producing more results than you then honestly honestly you need this and you need to tell a friend out there that needs to hear this um, this is the key to all of that. Who you are in Christ. Who? What does it even mean to be in Christ? I asked a believer the other day. I said, can you tell me what the spiritual science is of how God killed you? Because we say we are dead. How did you die in Christ? How? What was the science behind it? Because there is. God is a God of justice and judgment. And there had to be a way that he would satisfy the legal claims of justice. In order to deliver us or to free us or to give us salvation he didn't just snap his fingers he had to go through a process that every creature in heaven and earth would only testify to his wisdom but would not be able to attack him in any way saying what he did was unfair or unjust so he did he had a process he had a pattern and he actually wants us to know it it's there in the bible we could know it in fact from the beginning of genesis down through the scriptures we will see christ and we'll see the whole salvation plan i will see the heart of jesus in it um but yeah i mean um all of that will not be done today. We will continue this tomorrow. Uh, I love you. Thank you for tuning in. See you tomorrow. Bye.